little bit of a different audio format this week. We're going to try Audacity. And as you can see, the fade-ins and fade-outs are a work in progress. Um, but it's going to be easier for me in the long run, and Audacity was free. Thimrid, on a Thursday, the way it's supposed to be. Okay. It's a weird league, just looking at the rankings here. So, what I, you know, behind the scenes for all of you guys, because I know you guys care. I actually do the rankings first, then I go look back how I did last week, then I go look at last week's rankings that I had, and then I go and do the week four rankings, and then I scroll through and see if there are any trades, any bad beats, and then if I can find some stats and different things. So sometimes the rankings don't make sense in terms of the way I pick games. I don't know if that happened at all this week. I don't think it did. Um, damn, I forgot to pick a game. I never got around. I had it, just putting notes on it. Uh, I guess that game will be picked as, uh, as we go live. We'll do it live. Who said that? I bet Jeremy knows. Um, who else might know? I don't know if anyone... Tim, do you follow politics? Um... You might know. I think you probably... May, maybe Zip. I'll give Zip the benefit of the doubt on that one. We'll do it live! I think he was just on Tucker Carlson. There's a giveaway for those who didn't know the answer. All right. Thimrid. Where do I want to start? I don't even remember how I start all these usually. Where do I usually start? Do I usually start recapping last week? I think that's what I usually do. All right. We'll recap last week. Um, pretty good week. For everyone's favorite host, four and one, straight up, not against the spread because we don't have spreads. Um, the only loss was the, uh, I think I talked myself into it live while doing that two hour show last week, the Zip versus Tim matchup when I picked Zip. That was a loss. Um, I thought, and you know, Zip didn't even have that bad a week. 251 is fine. Um, 383.75 is a lot. Um, I mean, for fuck's sake, what was your lowest score, Tim? Jesus. 12 and a quarter from Miles Garrett? Is that right? Yeah. You just sort of ran into a buzzsaw there, Zip. Um, you had a decent enough week. Josh Kelly was not very good. Um Little mismanagement, I guess, there. No. Yeah, I mean, again, doesn't make a difference. You weren't you weren't getting to three eighty three seven five. Um, so that was the only the only whiff of the week. Pick Jeremy over myself, pick Cole over Joe, Mendo over Rob, which was I don't remember what the projections were, but fuck that was close. And then obviously Gomer and Jared, which doesn't matter because we all know Gomer's tanking. Um Robbie. Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Um You had a chance to pull that upset. Um and as I look here at it, looking at your bench real quick, um, I don't even know if it mattered. I don't know what your thoughts are on the Reynolds thing. I, don't, I mean, again, would you have actually started DJ Chark? I don't know. Um, I don't know if you'd have started even, say, <sighs> fuck, who else could you have started? I guess Michael Wilson, who you would not have started. I, I guess Chark would be the only guy you might have started. 
but the the mismanagement was probably starting Stafford over Russ as much as I hate to say it. I mean, Russ is putting up decent fantasy numbers right now. I mean, he started with 37 that first week. He had 71 against the Redskins, and then he goes for 44 yesterday or Sunday against Miami. I don't like the guy, but he's putting up decent fantasy numbers. So a little bit of mismanagement on your part. You would have had uh, the upset of the week, which is not really a thing we do. But, I mean, we'll get to you for the bad beat here in a bit. But, yeah, tough tough loss there for you, Rob. Could have got you back on track and have a chance to to maybe jump uh, some teams and get into the playoff race here. <sighs> so, yeah, good 4-1 and one last week for your boy. All right, we'll do rankings, um, and then we'll do trade of the week, beat of the week, stat of the week. We got a good stat, um, a really good stat, actually. Um, we'll thank a league member for that. The Caleb rankings, and then the week four projections. Projections, not predictions. I guess either or works in this moment. Team 10, Gomer. Um, you're tanking. Not much more to say. Don't fuck up like Cole did, I guess. Um, Addison looks good. So now that he looks good, don't just trade him for like some fucking piece of shit which is what you tend to do to get like a piece of shit in a second rounder and then tell us all how like the second rounders are going to be loaded next year. Like don't trade Jordan Addison to zip for Rashad Bateman in a second round pick. Okay, please. I'm begging you. Don't. Kendry Miller didn't look very good. Marvin Mims, I'll give you looks good. Um, pretty explosive. He's going to look even better next year when he and Caleb are reunited. Um, just yeah, don't fuck up. Team number nine. I'm just double checking here what I want to do. So just one more time live. All right. I'm gonna put Robbie nine. Um You have better depth than Team 8, but your starting lineup I don't think is quite as good. So you're 9. Um, yeah, you just you have some decent talent. I think Musgrave will hit, is a hit for a tight end. Kyron Williams obviously is the starter there. Um, looked really good weeks 1 and 2. Cincinnati's defense is really good, though. So I, don't, I wouldn't lose much sleep over that, but that's part of the thing that we're talking about with the mismanagement by starting Stafford, which you're always going to do because you're a Rams fan. I understand sometimes, though, you need to take that out of the picture. Um, Moles is nice. He could be a good trade chip for you come deadline time, depending on how your team's looking. Hopkins um, is obviously still a talented player. I don't know why the fuck he picked Tennessee out of all the places that he could have gone. I mean, not that New England's all that much better, but fuck me running, man. Uh, Josh Reynolds has looked really good the weeks one and two, and then he lays an egg against Atlanta. Um, need him to go off tonight, I'm sure. Gus Edwards, obviously, part of the, the running committee in Baltimore, and it's not just running back, it's running. You've got Lamar, you've got Gus Edwards, Justice Hill. Melvin Gordon, Kenyon Drake had carries the other day. That's uh, again, that's a that's a situation I'd steer as fucking far clear from as you can. The problem is, is well, no, you have options, Robbie. Um, I mean, fuck, I would be starting Brandon Cooks or Chark over Gus Edwards right now. And, I mean, it's yeah, it's, yeah, fuck. You're in for a long couple years, I think, Rob. Sorry, buddy. But you have a, a couple. Of, you have a lot of firsts or a lot of seconds in the next two years, which is good. You, if you pay enough attention, which I know you do, you can hit. Charbonnet is a guy that is starting to see some more carries. I mean, he played almost fifty percent of the snaps against Carolina. And again, I know Kenneth Walker is really good. Um, Charbonnet is really good too. 
and he's a, a, a Pete Carroll kind of guy, big and strong. Goal line kind of back. Think of uh, Lendale White, but not quite as fat. So yeah, your uh, your depth is better than team um, teammate, but I think teammate starting lineup is a little bit better. Uh, teammate is gonna be Joe. I don't blame Sam Howell for last week against Buffalo. I blame his offensive line. They are terrible. I do think he is a talented quarterback. Um, I don't know if he's going to survive the year. And if he doesn't survive, Joe, that's a big issue. Um, although I do th- – well, I guess you got Brissett. Good job, Joe. You got Brissett there. I didn't see that. Nice job. So you you do have three quarterbacks. In reality, you have two. I do think Heineke is going to get a start here pretty soon because – uh, I can't think of dipshit. Desmond Ritter's not good. My God, is he bad? Um, I mean, twenty-one of thirty-eight for two hundred one, no touchdowns. You have skill players of Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, who was, I think, a lot of us kind of like. Well, when I say a lot of us, I mean Gomer and I especially. But I think Tim was one that drafted him in the second round last year. Yeah, so Tim too, obviously. But I think all of us saw him at. Well, I mean, again, some of us saw him at BYU and it's like this fucking kid's big, fast, and strong, and then he goes to a situation which he ended up doing pretty damn good last year towards the end of the year when he started getting more carries when uh, Cordero went out after like week 13 or 14, whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, week 14 on last year, 17 carries for 139, 18 carries for 74, 20 carries for 83, and 24 for 135. So you got Algier, you've got Bijan, obviously, you have Drake London, Mac Hollins, who just catches touchdowns, and Kyle Pitts. Like those, that's one of the best skill rooms in the entire NFL. And you've got this fucking slapdick from Cincinnati who stinks. So I just, yeah, he sucks. They lose against Jacksonville. Obviously, I think they will in London. I think Jacksonville will stop playing like a bunch of morons. And then if they lose at home against Houston and because of Ritter, I think you might see a guy like Heineke come in there and start whipping it around. Fuck it. Imagine that team with a Caleb or a Drake May or just any competent quarterback. Imagine Sam Howell, actually. Sam Howell in Atlanta would be really good. Atlanta would be a playoff team for sure. And London, Pitts, Bijan, Algier would all... I mean, Pitts or uh, Algier and Bijan are scoring Pitts in London. Sure aren't. That's fun. Um, Pacheco, obviously the starter. Herbert just depends on if, if the Bears stop being assholes and let Justin Fields just be Justin Fields. I mean, obviously you want him to be a pocket quarterback. He's not. It's just not who he is right now. He can't read the defense the way they want him to. Let him do his one read and run. It fucking worked for Colin Kaepernick for like two years. It'll work for Fields. He's fast. He's elusive, but they just make him stay on the quarterback like a stiff fucking board. It's it's wild. Mike Evans is really fucking good still. Um, he's going to either get a contract or get traded at the deadline, which can only help you. Brandon Ayuk, when healthy, uh, is good. Obviously, he looked great against Pittsburgh. Uh, he got hurt early in that Rams game, maybe halfway through that Rams game. Didn't play against the Giants, but uh, that could be a steal for you down the road here. Uh, Laporta, another uh, tight end don't matter that does. Reed, J- Jahan Dotson's been very bad. I, actually, there was a stat about Jahan Dotson I'd have to go find. Um, Where is it? I saw it somewhere. I was actually texted it. I just don't know how f- Jahan Dotson and Chase Claypool are averaging the same number of fantasy points per game, 4.4. That's rough right now. Jahan Dotson is significantly better than Chase Claypool. Um, he had a good rookie year when he played for the most part. He just got to 
Got to get him out there and got him. Hal needs more time. That's the problem. Gabe Davis, obviously, we all know what, what we think of Gabe Davis. So your starting lineup, I really do like. Not really, but it's better than Team Nines. Um, your depth is a little bit worse. Um, but I'm going to put you a Team 8, and those three teams are Tier 4. Team number 7. I meant it when I said it. You're going to be the first team to possibly make the playoffs and be outside the top six in the Thin Red. It's, right, it's where you belong. Your team seven, Cole. It's, it's just who you are. You should get a tattoo. Your first tattoo, if you don't have one, you should get a tramp stamp with just a block seven right there. Bang. Because that's who you are. Arguably the worst tank I've ever seen. Um, unbelievable. Again, it's not what you. It's not totally your fault, but it is. You traded seven first-round picks for Deshaun Watson and Anthony Richardson. I brought this up before, and I'll bring it up again. You then traded, again, you didn't. You got lucky a little bit, but you traded a starting running back and a first-round pick for Baker Mayfield and a second-round pick. Baker Mayfield. The guy has never scored. This can't be fucking right. There has to be something wrong here. There's no way that's right. I don't know if I trust this, but just looking at his history, his highest fan... There's no way that's right. That's got to be wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. That has to be wrong. Has to be. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to I'm gonna pocket that one until I do some research. Anyhow, Aaron Jones. Again, I told you this when I did the preseason thing, right? Obviously, losing um, Aaron Rodgers is not what you were looking for. I think Anthony Richardson probably plays this week, I'd assume, and I'd, I'd figure you'll start him over... Um, Bakers, but I mean, my God, dude, Deshaun Watson, Anthony Richardson, Aaron Jones, Bijan good, CD lamb, good Devonte Adams, still good. Even with Jimmy surprisingly. So that's good for you. Mark Andrews, Titans don't matter. Michael Thomas, not what you thought he was going to be, but hey, 11 points, I guess is fine for the third flex. He's not your third flex. Calvin Ridley, I guess he is through your third flex. Calvin Ridley, whatever, he, you know, he's not a top 15 wide receiver. Like you thought he was going to be. Um, he did look like in a week one, I'm sure you were fucking walking around thinking you were hot shit but no i just everything has to go your way and i've said this before and i'll say it again and i'll continue to say it all year i think you're probably gomer's probably right you're probably going to make the playoffs because you 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 take it for what you will you snuck out wins against me week one and jeremy week two my team laid a fucking egg and jeremy's team also laid an egg you combined to score you averaged those two weeks uh what 207 and a half points and you're two and oh should never happen and then you, you had an okay game against Joe, 246. That's fine. So, again, you're 3-0. and You're probably going to make the playoffs. You're the, probably the worst playoff team of all time. However, we've seen in the past other teams make the playoffs and win this fucking league. So you just never know. I just you might get to start Aiden O'Connell this week. That's your guy. He was so good at Purdue. Twice 25 years old as a rookie. Yeah. And you have no first-round picks right now. You have a second and 26 and a fourth and 20. I, I just, it's unbelievable. And I told you, and then you'll come back. Oh, my quarterbacks have only played half the games. Whatever. It's still not very good. And then you'll say, oh, well, you said I can't hit on all my first round picks. You can't. I agree. But if you're going to trade seven first for two quarterbacks, maybe get better than Deshaun Watson and fucking Anthony Richardson. And I'll even give you Watson looked okay against Tennessee. I still don't think he's very good anymore. Because we know Tennessee's not good. 
you're team eight, you're the top of tier four. Or, or excuse me, team seven, the top of tier three. You're the only team in tier three. Congratulations. I I don't think you can win this league. I really don't. I'm sure if you do, and you're gonna if you prove me wrong, we'll never hear the end of it. I'm not that worried about it. I'll make the the prediction now. You do not win the league. Team seven, middle, top, bottom of tier three. Team number six. This is where it's hard, as I've said in the past. For the last couple of years now, it's about what I expected the league to sort of be. It was always going to be six to eight teams that can really compete and have a chance, and there's always going to be you know, three to four teams, two to three teams, somewhere in that range that are going to be kind of out of it that year, and then back and forth, back and forth. And that middle is always going to be kind of a jumble where I think you're going to see a lot of movement week to week, and then you know, maybe one of those teams is able to get hot at the right time and, and win the league. And that's where we're at right here with these. Ow, it's my fucking elbow. With uh, these four teams. So team number six, Mendo. Um, Lamar. Man, they look fucking crappy against Indianapolis. I don't know how they lose that game. But he he did fine. It's a typical Lamar Jackson kind of game. You know, 200, what do you have? We have 202 yards. Jesus. Passing, no touchdowns, no picks. 14 carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns. That's nice. Um, did lose a fumble. You don't want that, obviously, but still scores 52. I mean, that's fine. He's always going to do that kind of stuff. Imagine if he could, like, throw for 300 and run for 80 instead. Um, Dak sucks. That's it. Rashad White... Um, Philly's defense is really good, so it's hard to judge them on that on him him on that game. He didn't play very good against Minnesota. Obviously, looked good against Chicago. We all think Chicago's not very good. I, I don't know. The problem is, is that it's Baker Mayfield, and you know you got a guy like Baker throwing the ball. They're not as scared of Rashad running the ball against them. Again, hard to say because the Eagles are so good. Jameer Gibbs, when he gets the ball, is very dynamic. It's the Lions have this weird thing because I think it's the same thing you look at with DeAndre Swift. And again, who knows what's going on behind the scenes with the Swift thing. But wouldn't you, I think they said it on the broadcast, I think. is or I saw it somewhere, whether it's the broadcast or online. Imagine if they keep Swift and draft a guy like Jalen Carter, how much better the Lions would be. I just think, and I, you know, every, we've talked about it, and I don't know what they're going to do in the NFL to fix the whole running back situation for the guys waiting on their second contracts. But... Something has to change because if these guys, there's no reason, even Bijan, as good as Bijan is, why would they draft Bijan Robinson? Tyler Algier is fine. He's not Bijan. He's not as dynamic. I understand that. I'm not an idiot. But the Lions, why not, I don't know, why not have traded that pick and something else and try and go get CJ fucking Stroud? Maybe they did. Who knows? But just the point is, is drafting these running backs in the first round is is such a waste anymore because you can pick up guys off the fucking street that are awesome. And... I just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But he is dynamic when he has the ball in his hands. The Lions don't get him the ball enough, in my opinion. Although that offense is pretty fucking loaded. Thielen's looked really good in Carolina. Um, he looked, I mean, what he, he had 11 catches for 145 against Seattle. That's really good. For 33 years old, good for him. Uh, Nico Collins has looked pretty damn good. He had a bad week against Jacksonville, but that was a weird game. Um, yeah, that was a different game they had a fucking fullback score a touchdown on a kickoff return um Andrew Beck yeah he was that was a weird game Tank Dell looked really good Robbie good job Robbie uh Henry 
obviously had a terrible game, but I don't think that, I mean, the cliff will come at some point. I don't think, I don't think that game against Cleveland was a cliff. Cleveland's defense is really good. Really, really good. Um, so yeah, he didn't have his best game, but I think he'll have, actually, I don't think he'll have a great game this week against, uh, Cincinnati because Cincinnati's defense is pretty good too. Could be wrong. Anyhow, um, Madison, he's fine still. Again, I don't think you you love to start that guy. He had a good, good game, uh, Against the Chargers last week, um, I do imagine Cam Akers will start getting some touches in that offense. I think he's going to play this week. Brian Robinson was a, a nice a nice little pickup for you. I think you got Lamar Jackson and Brian Robinson in a trade. Yeah, that's a huge win for you. Lamar and Brian Robinson for Amari Cooper and Sean Watson. Take that every day. Good call. Um, Alpaca, I'm surprised you don't have him in the starting lineup. You might want to see if last week was just a flash. JSN, Quinton Johnson haven't been very good yet for you, but obviously they're uh, a work in progress. But yeah, I like your wide receivers, especially your young ones who have some potential. Christian Watson could probably play tonight, um, which I think would be good for you again. Probably not going to start him. Um, we'll get to the matchups here in a few minutes, but yeah, it's going to be a roster um, roster management will be uh, important in tonight's or this week's matchup for you. Your team six, team number five. I'm going to put you at five for now, Zip. Mostly because Purdy's been fine. He's not great. I don't, I mean, still a steal, only trading one first for him. So that's a good deal. He's perfect quarterback. Every quarterback's perfect quarterback in Shanahan's system, I think. Um, and he'll continue to put up uh, pretty decent. I don't know if he'll put up the numbers he put up against the Giants, but I mean, Arizona's not very good either. Probably have a tough week against Dallas. My God, they don't like him against Cleveland. They only projected him to score 22 points. What the fuck? Sleepers has got some weird projections. I mean, we all know Josh Dobbs is going to score like 60 in week six or whatever it was. But um, Zach Moss, really, 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 really nice $5 pickup. Really nice $5 pickup, Zip. Really good. That was a nice pickup. And he looks pretty fucking good, actually. Which, again, what are they going to do with fucking JT when he... I mean, next week he's uh, eligible to come off IR. Ooh, what will happen? Joe Mixon looked good. He's actually looked decent every week. I think he had a kind of bad week against Cleveland. He looked good every week since then. Um, Amon Ra, awesome, awesome, awesome. Guy just catches fucking everything. Um, Alave's looked pretty damn good, uh, even with Derek Carr. I wonder what he'll do with Jameis. Hawkinson, whatever tight ends don't matter, but he's okay as a tight end. Jalen Warren clearly is starting to get more carries. Um, not that it matters, even though I think Najee's not very good. I don't think it matters because that offensive line still is not that great. Pickens, when he gets the ball in his hands, can do a lot with it, um, but he's got to get the ball. And Kenny Two Gloves is not great at doing that. Um, AJ Dillon had a terrible game last week with Aaron Jones out, which is strange. Uh, you would think he'd have a better game, but he didn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, your problem is really zip. Like your 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 skills are still pretty damn good. It's your fucking second quarterback has been terrible. Whether it be Daniel Jones or whether it be Justin Fields, I just I mean, look at Jones. He has the sixty-seven point game against Arizona, and then he has seventeen and eighteen. What the fuck? Seattle's defense is pretty damn good, so I can't imagine he's gonna figure it out this week against them. And then Fields against the Broncos. You you're you're making the right call starting Fields, and that's the thing is sleep. It, you can look like such an asshole sometimes when you start the guy with the lower projections, but it's like sometimes I think ESPN before and sleepers now, like they're all, they're crazy. Like Denver's defense is fucking terrible. The problem is, is are the bears going to let fields be fields? Like I've already talked about time and again, 
I mean, Fields is 11 of 22 for 99 yards. That's so bad. So that's your biggest issue right now is your second quarterback, obviously. You have a lot of picks to go get one if you want. I know you don't want to trade those picks, but as you sit here right now, those skill players are really damn good. And if you paired another top-end quarterback with a guy like Purdy, you know, if you can get an upper echelon QB, you could be right there. So you're team number five. Team number four, I'm going to put myself again, even after losing. Um, You know, Cole always likes to say I blow my team. I put myself at four out of a 10-team league. It's not like it's I'm saying the best fucking team, Daryl. Quarterbacks are good. Running backs aren't. <laughs> T. Higgins drops a lot of balls. It's sort of unfortunate. Um, had a good feeling that Devontae Smith wasn't going to see the ball a ton this week after A.J. Brown went full diva, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. Wide receivers are good. Running backs aren't. Javante's look terrible. Again, the Broncos have been getting their fucking doors blown off by Miami. Doesn't help, but I thought he'd look a little bit better than he has so far. Um, we'll see what he does here against Chicago this week. Has not been great. DeAndre Swift's looked good, actually. I will give myself that one. and I'm happy about that. Finally. Finally, DeAndre Swift figures it out. I have a lot of depth. Um, so, clearly, I'm rooting for teams, top-end players, to take a fucking shit in their pants. But with that being said, I mean, the depth sort of sucks at the same time. Drake London is uber-talented. He's got Desmond Ritter throwing in the ball. Jerry Judy, very similar. Uh, DJ Moore, pretty similar. We'll see what happens with JMO when he gets off IR here in a few weeks and suspension. Or no, he's on suspension slash groin injury, which is not great. Uh, Akers, we'll see if he gets the ball a little bit more um, in Minnesota. He can't get it less than he got it in St. Louis or L.A. But yeah, I just I think my quarterbacks can carry me a long way, and they have so far, even though I'm one and two. Um, Hertz has not looked all that great yet. The whole Eagles offense has looked kind of out of sync, but figure they'll figure that out at some point. I assume T. Higgins will not drop twelve of his 37 targets again, whatever it is. I mean, yeah, eight targets. He dropped like five balls. My God, dude. Even Gomer could have caught him after seven Elysians. I'm team four. Team number three is Jeremy. Um, Really good week for Jeremy last week. Obviously, the Tua thing is big. Um, You score 330 with two. I mean, fucking A. Tua had, he could have had more. But, I mean, two has got four touchdowns. You get fucking Raheem Mostert really fucking screwed me. What an asshole. Um, A.J. Brown, like I said, he went full diva. There's no surprise that he had 14 targets. Garrett Wilson's tough because of his quarterback, um, who we'll get to with the stat of the week here in a little bit, um, which sucks because he's talented. But shitty quarter, similar to what Rit- or, uh, Pitts and London are going to go through now. It's all comes right back to that. Damon Pierce has been okay. He had a good week against Jacksonville. Um, not so great those first couple weeks. We'll just have to wait and see on him. Kenny Walker's looked really good. Pittman had a good game against Baltimore, I think, right? Yeah, 16. That's good. Um, Still don't love your, your depth. I mean, you're not even starting Garrett Wilson this week, which is crazy to say, but it's the right call. Um, Waddle back for you, which helps. Was he the reason that – was he holding that offense back? Um, and you're still holding on to Fournette. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude, even if he gets picked up, like he's not going to play very much, but whatever you do what you want. Um, your two quarter starting quarterbacks are good. Your bench quarterbacks aren't your depth is mediocre, but if you stay healthy, you have a really good chance. Your team number three, top of tier two team number two. Uh, obviously this was hard. 
and I'm glad that I picked it the way I did, as you guys will see when we come into the matchup. For now, I'm going to put Jared, team two. His quarterbacks are better, but the problem is, is that Burrow is still clearly not right. Um, game managed the shit out of that game against the Rams. Rams' defense is pretty good. I understand that. But, man, he... Yeah, that was a lot of game management. Just get the ball to chase underneath and let him do things and let Mixon carry the ball. Um, you need him to get healthy. I mean, you still put up, though. Would you put up three? Where are you? Yeah, you put up 315 with Burrow game managing, which has really got to be pretty fun. Um, not that it mattered against Gomer, obviously. Um, but yeah. CMC has looked really good in the Niners offense ever since he got there. Barkley, when if he plays this week, which I think he's going to, that'll help you. Uh, Hill, obviously, that guy can just score anytime he gets the ball. Waller has not been very good because Daniel Jones hasn't been very good. Ramondre is a nice third piece. I think Keenan Allen's a wide receiver one right now. Yeah, I mean, he's throwing up a million points, which is really good. And Eckler, when healthy, scores points. Um, problem is, is that when Eckler's not healthy, you're starting guys like... Chris Godwin or Tyler Lockett, which is fine if you catch him on the right week. That's not a recipe for success, obviously. So I know you're looking to probably try and find a, a couple more depth, bench depth pieces. I just don't know if anyone's going to give them to you because you don't have a lot of picks. And you're probably not going to trade a guy like Hill or Allen. Um, and if you do, you're going to want probably too much for them. Um, again, Tier one is is you and Tim, obviously, um, and it can go either way. And I think you look at it even just from the projection standpoint this week. Um, I think you guys are projected right next to each other. Yeah, you're projected 286. Tim's projected 280. I put you two and I put Tim one. Um, Cousins is putting up a ton of points, which is really helpful for Tim, and I'm sure he loves it. Uh, Josh Allen learned how to slide this week. I'm sure for multiple reasons, Tim loves that. Josh Jacobs has not looked that good yet and is still putting up, you know, 15 points a game. And you don't even need him to do more than that right now. Tony Pollard's looked really good. Really, really good. Jefferson is obviously good. Diggs is good. Travis Kelsey's good for a tight end and for anybody for that matter. Debo Samuel looks good again, like the guy he looked like in 2021, right? James Conner looks really fucking good. Um, James Cook... So far, you're winning that fucking trade. God bless it, T. Higgins. Um, you know, you've got Montgomery on the bench. You've got Algier, who, like I said, as a guy I think is a startable player for the most. I mean, I guess the last two weeks he hasn't looked great, point-wise. But, I mean, again, it still doesn't make sense why they drafted Bijan, but whatever. Jerome Ford, you got another starting running back there from Gomer. Um, so your running back depth is awesome. Your wide receivers are okay. Uh, your wide, your starting wide receivers are really good. Your depth wide receivers are not. You have Jonathan Taylor sitting there on the IR. You have Cooper Cup sitting there on the IR. Both of those guys, well, Cup will be coming back after next week, and I don't think he's going to slow down at all. If anything, I think he's going to go up a little because he's got a guy like Puka Nakua on the other side now who's going to have to require teams to watch out for him, so it's going to open up Cup a little bit. And then with Taylor, somebody's going to trade for that guy, I would imagine. I just don't know who. I don't know who's going to meet the price. He's not going to sit out all year, Levy on Bell style. Unless I mean, if he does, that's crazy. That'd be so stupid. Um, so yeah, your team is really, really good. Uh, your third quarterback situation sort of sucks. You have Tannehill, Garoppolo, or Ritter. It might not even matter because if you go and look, I don't. And this is just off the top of my head. 
Where are you, Tim, Tim, Tim? There you are. I mean, yeah, Allen only scored 42 last week. He scored 383 points. Week two, um, yeah, they both put up some decent numbers week two, so I won't use that as an example. And then week one, Allen only scored 34, So, and you scored 275 there. So you can live with your quarterbacks maybe even not putting up the big numbers that we'd all expect them to. So your team's really good. Put your team number one. All right, uh, trade of the week. We're going to go with Gomer getting Dicker in a second rounder for uh, Jake Moody. Probably the most Robbie trade I've ever seen Jared make. No offense, Rob, but no offense. A-F-F-E-N-S-E, as our good friend Matt Gomes would say. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one, but you want a young rookie kicker, I guess, and you like the Niners, so. I don't know if I'd attach the second rounder to it. Maybe a fourth. I'm sure Gomer would have taken the fourth. But it is what it is. And then he dropped Dicker and picked up Bradley Patterson, I think, if I recall correctly. Jeremy, um, the Sanders trade was was a win for Joe. I mean, Joe would have had the trade of the week, getting a third rounder for Sanders, but then Gomer swooped in. and What the fuck? Where did you, where's that pick at? Where's that? Didn't you drop him, Gomer? Yeah, you picked up Riley Patterson. Okay. So anyways, Gomer wins that one. But I guess Jared gets a more consistent kicker. I mean, what is that? I mean, do we even... What are the what are the teams? Who's who's who's? Who's who's? It's funny when you look at the league, Jared's third behind Cole. Does anyone think that that's the case? Uh, Yeah, I mean, Moody's... I guess he is kicker one right now because the Niners score so many points. 15, 15, and 13. That's pretty good. So what's that? 43 points, and then where are you, Gomer? Yeah, I mean, Riley Patterson definitely doesn't have that much. So, anyways, I get why you did it, Jared, but probably could have done a fourth and Gomer would have taken it. Whatever. Bad beat of the week. I guess I'm going to put myself there. I got two it and Mostert it. Sucks. Um, Robbie, I think you could have been in that situation in terms of the bad beat, but I don't think... Like I said, looking at your team, I mean, maybe you start. I mean, would you have really started DJ Chark over Josh Reynolds? Because if you did, you won. The one you should have done, and, you know, again, you were never going to do it. But if you really would take a step off the Rams ledge and looked at it, you should have started Russ over Stafford. Would you have won? So Russ Stafford at 34.35. Russ had where the fuck is he? Douche. 44.3. You'd gotten 10 more points. You still would have been down. Man, that'd have been a fucking close one. You should drop the fucking Broncos D. There's your issue. That's really why you lost. Gomer's probably like, yeah, fucking defense minus four points. So stupid. You fucking idiots don't fucking listen to me. Bah. Tank Dell, nice start, though. Good call there, Robbie. Yeah, drop the Broncos. Stat of the week is a very interesting stat. Uh, I, I gave out the dots and Claypool one, which was fun, but I think this is truly the best stat of the week. Um, and it's sad. It's a sad stat. Um, Tua Tagovailoa, Tungavailoa, however you say his stupid name, has thrown two touchdown passes this year, right-handed. Okay, let that sink in for a second. Two touchdown passes, right-handed. Obviously, that little shovel pass the other day, and I don't know when the other one was. But regardless, he's thrown two. Okay? 
Zach Wilson this season has thrown two touchdown passes right-handed. Zach Wilson is right-handed. Tua is left. That is sad. And that's the world the Jets are living in. Perpetual hell being a Jets fan, I imagine. It's probably worse than being a Bears fan because I feel like the Jets always get like a little glimmer of hope where the Bears are like, yeah, we're terrible. Woohoo! The Jets are like, we got Aaron Rodgers. We got Garrett Wilson. We got Brees Hall and Dalvin. We're fucking good. Four plays in Achilles pops. Jesus, Jared, you spent $205 on Jameis Winston? How did I miss that? I'd drop the Jets, too, if I were you, Tim. Sorry, I'm just looking at some of these. I miss miss some of this stuff. That's a stat of the week. Caleb teams of the week. Again, just because the teams are near the top of the the draft order doesn't necessarily mean that they're the teams that are going to get them, and the teams that maybe aren't quite there, maybe not in terms of near the top of the draft, draft order, are still in the hunt, in my opinion. Caleb Bowl Part One this weekend, Denver and Chicago. Um, they're interchangeable in my opinion. Obviously, this is the to this week. Watch them fucking tie, fucking assholes. Um, this is the big one. Um, fuck you, Jeremy. Go, go Bears. Fuck the Broncos. Go Bears. Um, yeah, I think those two teams are interchangeable right now. Uh, the Broncos' defense is so bad. Their offense is a little bit better than the Bears. Uh, if Put it this way, the Bears, we're going to find out what they're doing, just the same as the Broncos. If they let Fields get out of the pocket and run a little bit, then they might actually not care about getting Caleb, which would be the dumbest thing ever. Or even Drake May, for God's sake. Like, either one of those two. But also, I don't think it's Fields' fault. So maybe that's what the Bears, maybe Ryan Pace is sitting there, and he's like, yeah, I'm firing Matt Eberflus here pretty soon. So Caleb Bull Part 1, if the, if the Broncos do lose, Caleb Bull Part 2 is next week, which we'll get to here in a second. Uh, Arizona, obviously on that list, although I don't know for how much longer They've looked decent with Josh Dobbs, which is crazy. And then Houston, I don't think, is going to keep... I don't, I don't think that pick's going to be low. They're, they're not bad. Houston's not bad enough. So I think that takes Arizona a little bit out of it with that pick. It's just Arizona's pick that's really the big one. Um, but they're in that hunt. I do think the Raiders are in the hunt. Las Vegas. Um, Jimmy's not very good. Aiden O'Connell might play this week. He's guaranteed... I, I know he's not good. I watched too much Purdue football to tell you how bad he is. Um so they're in the hunt. The Jet, or excuse me, the Giants are in the hunt. Um, Daniel Jones is clearly not it. Uh, the problem is, is I just think that they might win a few too many games um, against inferior opponents, kind of like they did against the Cardinals. Um, and then the Jets. So Caleb Bull Part One is this weekend. Bears Broncos. Like I said, if the Broncos lose that game, Caleb Bull Part Two is next week. Denver and the Jets. Um, assuming the Jets don't win this week, um, which I don't think they're going to, because if I Recall off the top of my head, they're playing Kansas City, um, which is probably not a team that they're going to beat, even though that defense is good. They are playing Kansas City at home on Sunday night. Oh, my God. They can't flex it. It'll be a horrible game. Horrible. The fuck? So we're in a treat Sunday night. In for a treat. Words are hard. Um, so, yeah, that's the Caleb Bowl. Uh, as we, oh, I said Tennessee? I think I said Tennessee. Tennessee's in there, too, if I didn't say Tennessee. Uh, Tannehill's very bad. Tennessee is not very good because Tannehill is very bad. Malik Willis is also not very good. So Tennessee is in that as well. So those are the teams. Those are the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams right now as I sit here. Um, I guess I could put Minnesota in. I just don't think that they're going to be as much as I know you probably want him there, Joe, and he would be filthy there. 
I just don't see them losing that many games, even though that defense is pretty bad. My God, though, how they did. I mean, Brandon Staley was trying to get fired last week to go for it on his own 24 with under two to go, no timeouts, fourth and one. I don't understand how these teams don't do the Tom Brady slash Jalen Hurts sneak all the time and not convert it. I mean, the fucking Eagles were doing it last week against the Bucks on third and two. They're like, we'll get two yards on these two plays. We'll just do it for one and a half and one and a half every time. We'll get a first down. And that's what they fucking did. They did it twice, I saw, the other night on the Monday night game. I just don't understand how a guy like Justin Herbert's like 6'5", 6'6". How does he not just fall forward like Brady used to? It's crazy. Fucking wild. I guess you can put Minnesota on that list. I really don't think that they're going to lose enough games to be on that list, though. All right. Week four predictions. Gomer and I. I'm going to beat Gomer. Joe and Zip. I'm going to go with Zip here. Um... Again, I think Fields will have a better day. I do think Sam Howell's probably going to struggle against Philly. I think Jordan Love might get himself a, into a shootout tonight against Detroit, which could help uh, Joe. I just, yeah, I, Zip's matchups are better. I mean, Fields is playing Denver. Purdy's playing Arizona. I think that alone is, is enough to push him over. And then you add on Vince's skills are better than Joe, so Vince should win that one. This is the one I forgot to make a final pick for as I was looking back and forth at it. I do think I'm going to... Chalk. I hate it. I hate going chalk on every game. I think I'm going to go with Jeremy. Um, both teams have bad quarterback matchups. I just think that Lawrence has looked really bad, and they're playing in London's. You know that. Oh, that's the the Toy Story game. Can't wait to watch that. Um, we'll have to see. I, I I think Lawrence will have a, a decent game though. I'd imagine he'll still put up like 40 or 45. And then the thing is, I think Tua and the and the Dolphins are going to have a shootout with the Bills, even though the Bills' defense is good. So I, I lean Jeremy um, just because I think his quarterback matchups are a little less bad than, go, or than Mendo's this week. So I'll go chalk. I'll take Jeremy. I don't love that one. Um, Cole versus Robbie. Here's the upset for the week in terms of, I guess, against sleepers. I'm going to call Robbie here. Because I think Robbie's going to drop the fucking Broncos, Robbie, as I've said. There's there's the tip. I mean, for God's sake. I mean, Tim just dropped the Jets. Tech, take Pick them up. Pick up the fucking Chiefs. Pick up any single defense right now on the waiver wire. And they're better than the Broncos. Vance Joseph is terrible. He's always been terrible. He never should have gotten the job in Denver when he was the Dolphins coordinator. Fucking John Elway is such a dipshit to not hire Kyle Shanahan, who wanted the Broncos job. And instead, he hired dipshit Vance Joseph. And then Shanahan goes to San Francisco and obviously has the success that he's had. I mean, Robbie, I'm looking here. Jacksonville, Kansas City, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Packers, the Titans, the Raiders, the Lions, the Bengals, the Bengals, for God's sakes. The Falcons' defense is good. All of these defenses are better than the Broncos. The Broncos are going to sell. Even if they beat the Bears and the Jets the next two weeks, I promise you they're going to lose a bunch of games right before the deadline. They are going to sell. I think the only player on that team that is untradeable is Sertan. They're going to trade Simmons if they can get anything for him. They're going to trade Sutton if they can get like a third-round pick for him. They're going to trade Judy. Most likely, they might even trade fucking Javante. They're going to trade... Garrett Bowles is getting traded, that big fucking doofus. They're trading everybody. I'm telling you guys, it's happening. They're going to trade everybody. <sighs> but I take, I'm going to take you in this upset, Robbie. I think I, I think this is the week that Cole's luck runs out a little bit. Um, I think Goff's going to put up big numbers tonight. Um, I actually... I probably would start Russ against the Bears over Stafford. I don't know if you'll do that. Um, 
we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I think Reynolds has a little comeback game. He's not going to goose again if you end up deciding to start him. If you don't, I mean, you have other options like we've already talked about with your team. Uh, I just think tonight, or I think this week is the uh, the week you both sort of break break your little your little streaks because Cole's had a nice little streak here of of getting getting by with not doing a lot and you've sort of done a lot of a little bit of mismanagement on your part and i think you might come around or you start Stafford, and he finally has a, a big game for you we'll have to wait and see but yeah you're the upset i'm calling this week i'm trying to call an upset every week so i don't have to go chalk chalk technically this is going to be an upset as well i sort of mentioned it in the rankings i do the rankings before i come out and do the picks sometimes the picks don't make sense to the rankings this one actually worked out in my favor i put tim one and i'm picking you this week against jared um i think and the reason I'm going to go with you in this situation is just because I like your quarterback's matchups better. Like I said, with the Bills-Dolphins game, I think that's going to be a bit of a shootout. So I think Allen puts up some big numbers. And I think Cousins against Carolina is going to put up big numbers. And they're going to win that game. Um, Burrow, as I talked about, clearly not right. Tennessee you know, does have a pretty good defense despite how bad the rest of that team is. And the Jets do have a good defense. Obviously, they're not going to slow Mahomes down. Um I just like your matchups a little better at the quarterback. And then, you know, you go down the list and you have a lot of coin flips. Pollard and CMC, Jacobs and Barkley probably take the running backs on Jared's side. But then you go to your receivers. It's like Diggs and Kelsey or Diggs and Jefferson versus Jason Hill. Both are good. I think I lean the chase or Jefferson and Diggs. But again, they're all coin flips. So to me, it's pretty much a coin flip down the flex and, and skill positions. And I take your quarterback matchup. I think it's slightly better. All right. That's it. Team number 10, the bottom of tier four, Gomer. Team number nine, middle of tier four, Robbie. Top of tier four, team number eight is Joe. Team number seven in a tier of their own, Cole, tier three, that is. Team number six, Mendo. Bottom of tier two, team number five, Zip. Team number four, myself. Team three is Jeremy. Team number two, Jeremy, the top of tier two, that is, at team number three. Top of tier, bottom of tier one, team number two, Jared. And the top of team, top of team, top of team, top of Dio. Top of tier one, team number one, Tim. That's a Thimrid. Uh, good luck this week. Hopefully, uh, also, the NFL did look a little bit better week three. We talked about weeks one and two being like preseason now. Starting to see that still for, um, I, I think we'll continue to see that in years going forward unless these teams start playing their players again during the preseason, which I don't think they will, at least not the good ones, because they don't want to lose them. All right, boys, good luck. Can't wait to get bitched at by Cole about his ranking. Talk to you guys next week.
Turns it up Monday night.